a toast to rom com quarantine edition. <laughs> so last time Bernard was just in the background, I saw his boobies and he singed his nipple hair with a lighter. And now he's trying to lick Marie's face. I'm trying very hard to lick her face. <laughs> She will not allow it. <laughs> no. I will not give up. I can barely see her face. <laughs> I can't do that the whole podcast. Do you need to just lick it and get it over with? No. Okay. <laughs> Bernard, Marie, how's, uh, how's quarantine going for you? I think, well, I'm loving, I'm pretty much in love with it. Pretty, pretty much like the greatest thing ever. Yeah. I mean, outside of, you know, minor things like not seeing your family or <laughs> loved ones when they're dying in the hospital, you know, shit like that. Other than that stuff, you know. It's great. It's been great. It's been great. Yeah. I love not working. I love it. Oh, what would that be like? What would that be like? I know. It's nice to think about since we're both fortunate enough to continue to have jobs they're just not sending us to the physical location right now so we're very fortunate in that respect what would it be like to be non-essential i'm gonna dream about it for a moment to be clear we're essential we're just working from home yeah okay we're very essential jerk Mm. okay okay um, so anyway, <laughs> back to the whole rom-com fa- facet of our podcast. Faucet. Faucet, facet, whatever. Turn that faucet on. <laughs> I'll tell you what faucet was on during this movie. My vagina faucet. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. So who was your vagina faucet on for in this movie? All right. L- let's, let's talk about what movie we're talking about first. All right, so today we're going to be talking about um, The Princess Bride. Total classic. Total classic. Totes. It's not one that I would assume or call is a rom-com. I would say it's more like a fantasy or fairy tale. You know what? It is, but the more I was watching it today, I was like, man, this really is a rom-com. Totes. Totally a rom-com. It is funny. It's definitely funny. And it's a romance. I, I will just say it, guys. Carrie Elwes is a snack. It is the only movie I've ever found him attractive in. Come on. You didn't find him attractive in Saw? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe Robin Hood Men and Tice. Yeah, he was great oh, in that. I yeah. loved him in that. He looked good in that movie. And I read like one of the reasons why it was cast in this. I forget whether it was the facts or the novel that I was reading because I did, in fact, read the entire thing before. Ooh. Um, yeah. Can't wait for it's this. very interesting. Um, one of the reasons he was picked was because he had like an Errol Flynn quality to him who did play Robin Hood. So it made sense for him to then play Robin Hood. Indeed. So, Allison, why don't you give us the rundown of facts on this movie so we can get to this drink? Okay. So, The Princess Bride came out earlier than I thought it did, to be honest. Um, I thought it was a 90s movie. It came out in 87, uh, starring Carrie Elwes, Mandy Patinkin, 
R.I.P. Gideon. Fantastic. (laughs) Robin Wright. um, Chris Sarandon. Christopher Guest. Wallace Shawn. Andre the Giant. Fred Savage. Peter Falk. um, Lots of the great cast. Carol Kane. Billy Crystal. Great cast. Um, Written by William Goldman, which is kind of interesting because he wrote the book. Um, And directed by Rob Reiner. Also fantastic. So funny story. I was reading the novel and in it he talks about his son and wife. And I was reading out those parts out loud to Bernard. You've read the book, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember it? Yes. I just remember that. Like so I remember the end because it's different. Yeah. But I don't want to spoil that for people. I want to encourage people to read during quarantine. I was reading him parts about where he talks about his wife and his son. And he sounds like such a terrible human being. And then I realized it's all made up. Nothing in that book is true. Not his home life. Not all of the research thing. There actually is no place such as Florida. I am a 39-year-old woman. I was buying into every single thing he was selling in this book. Well, it's, it's confusing because they do mention Greenland. They do. He. They do mention Greenland. And he's a Spaniard, so he's from yep. Spain. Yep. So it's not like it's all fantastical. There are real places, Australia. Yep. I. I figured Florin was a province or a somehow connected, maybe north of Italy. That's what I figured. Yeah, I'd say that's believable. That's what I figured. But it's not. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that either, because well. Never mind. I don't want to get to believability. Not so, before the drink. The drink today is called an As You Wish. We found the recipe in some restaurant's cocktail menu, so we kind of had to guesstimate a little bit on the um, amounts. Also, we don't know what restaurant it is because it was not in the re- the uh, menu. So yeah. if we would give props if we could. Yeah, so Allison looked up another drink that had similar ingredients, and we took the amounts from there. And I'm sure that she will, in the Instagram at Toasty Romcoms, give you those amounts um, when we get there. But it is a, as you wish, as I said, there is gin. We are laughing at the drink. Does it look in no way like yours at all? Um, well, yours just looks ginormous. This is what mine looks like. I have ice in mine. Why? Because I want it cold. Whatever. This is how it would be served if it was in a restaurant. True. Oh, Um, they have... Bernard's has a nice head on it, like a nice foam from the egg. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Uh, So there's gin, lemon juice, egg white, two dashes of lavender bitters. And chartreuse. Chartreuse, yeah. I use yellow chartreuse. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Oh, I like it a lot. I don't think you're going to like it. I don't hate it, but I'm not going to say I like it. I like it a lot. I'm not sure yet. (laughs) I was on the edge of my seat. (laughs) <laughs> figuratively not really because i can't move it's a little sharp tasting i wonder i like it i like it a lot i like that it's I like the foam 
this is a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Why don't you like it? I'm not sure if I like it. It's sharp. I think it's the floral throwing me off. Oh yeah. Um. So with the egg white on there, is no one worried about salmonella? The alcohol will kill it. I I don't know. Okay. I I. I uh... Hey, Rocky did it. We can do it. Yeah. Guys, my eggs say sell by date three thirty. I know a trick that you can use to see if those eggs are rotten or not. I don't care. (laughs) She doesn't care. (laughs) I think it's fine. We've all used eggs past their sell-by date. Yeah. Those are guidelines. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really surprised you don't like this. This is very – if you put a splash of champagne on top of this, it would be similar to a French 76. That would be good, but I'm conserving my mini bottles of champagne right now. Just buy a case. Just get the case. Just Just get the case. case. Buy the case. It's not going to go to waste. Buy the case. No, it won't. I'm just going to wait till next paycheck since we've stocked up on everything else. A shit ton of alcohol for the podcast. And personal use. Thank you. Hey, well, guess what? We have $75. To contribute to that alcohol fund from the the t-shirt sales. That's right. We sold three t-shirts, guys. If you're interested in seeing what they look like, go to at Toasty Roncoms on Instagram and we could get you one. It looks a little bit girly because it's a V-neck, so we're going to design some more male-looking ones. Thank you. James's, 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 his shirt is coming uh, this week, so I'll put that in. If people like the design more, it's I um I picked like a like a heather burgundy with white letter black lettering black lettering. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I, I might make James and Bernard a special one though, since they do so much with the podcast. Is it gonna have like a, a like a finger pointing this way and say I'm she's the worst? <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> Uh, so let's get down to the summary. What's this movie all about? But, however, I will say, if you already don't know what this movie's about, you need to come out from under your rock. James had to come out from under <laughs> his rock. This is the first time you've seen it all the way through, too. <gasps> he said to me, he goes, it doesn't end when they're sitting together with the poison? I thought that's where the movie ended. I've never seen past that point. <laughs> what? How would that logically be where the movie ends? They were together. Twenty-five minutes into the movie, they were together, and it was over. I was like, "Oh, they're together! Look at that!" Twenty-five minute movie. That's it. It was great. That's like our dream movie. (laughs) We get done so fast. It was great. This movie was only like an hour and thirty minutes, though. So I know, and it was a fantastic hour thirty-eight minutes. This movie does not get old. It really doesn't. It's one of those movies where you pick up more every single time. Like For sure. Oh, I absolutely did this time. I picked up a lot. <laughs> like the true story. <laughs> true story. Is this true? This happened. They were in Florin and Gilder. I, I thought some of it might be. <laughs> oh my gosh! They said Gilder. Like, what if a Knight's Tale is related? Because it's Gilderland of Ulrich von Lichtenstein of Gilderland. That would have been amazing. If they did a tie-in like that. 
Do you think? I wonder. We could read that. We could read the facts for a night's tale and see if that's true or not. Uh, I bet it's not. Um, but <laughs> do you think we could do a night's tale for a rom com? No, it's not a rom com. But there's romance in it. There's no comedy. It's like half the. It's like half the movie you guys have watched. What? There's no comedy in it. There's no comedy. Half the movie you guys uh, that are on this list don't have any comedy in it. Oh, I get what you're saying. Good think point. About, like, think about that last Good one point. you guys watched. I have a, I have a hard time with... Was it The Apartment? Yeah. That was that like four funny. ago. Yeah, that was What was the Woody Allen one? <laughs> that wasn't funny. I Which blocked one? that. Because they're all not fucking funny. Have you watched the, the big one yet? Mm-hmm. Oh. I think Annie Hall's next, isn't it? To, no, Shop to, Around the Corner yeah. next. Shop Around the Corner, then His Girl Friday. Hey, which I don't know if you know, but His Girl Friday is free on Amazon. I just saw that today. It was in my recommended. All right, so give us a summary. Okay. This is about true love. No, it's about true love. <laughs> true love. Uh, it's about Wesley, who's a farm boy, who falls in love with Buttercup, who's his master? Doesn't matter. It's her farm. That's what it is. They fall in love. He has to go away. And then he supposedly dies. She weeps, but then gets engaged to a prince. And then the prince wants to have her killed, kidnapped, all of the above. And then uh, these three people kidnap her. And two of them have a heart of gold. And one of them sucks. And then Dread Pirate Roberts follows them and finds her. And spares two of them, kills one of them, and then they go through the swamp, and um, the one dies, and um, all off for frozen. Wait, what? One has magic. One is magicless. You're like summarizing Frozen One Olaf style over there. <laughs> Keep going. That's great. Um, and then there's a wedding, and then. Um, the revenge vengeance happens, and then they all ride together on horses into the sunset. That's accurate. Good job. Thanks. My face is red because I'm embarrassed. Why are you? Why are you embarrassed? What is Bernard saying? Is he talking shit on my summary? He is not. No, I I told her I'm gonna get drunk tonight and make sweet sweet love to her. <laughs> Oh, I've been um I've been drinking a long time. But when I get drunk, I am less likely to make sweet sweet love to James. I just want to lay on my bed and complain about how drunk I am. <laughs> 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 and and, and uh, he gets mad at me and then we go to sleep. That's what usually happens. I think that sounds great. Once again, let's do the believability disclaimer. Yes. It's obviously not going to be believable. Like, you have a giant, you have magic. You whoa. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. First off, whoa, whoa. He existed. He's Andre real. He's real. Yeah. So that's not made up. The size of his hands, the size of his head, that was real. All real. But poor, he, he looked so, like, he would look like he was having a tough time during this movie. Which he I was. I read something like in the in the novel that said this is when like his back problems were at their worst. His knees too. 
Like James has watched a bunch of wrestling documentaries and he said that he had to be like supported at various times during this movie. Like anytime he had somebody like on his back was carrying um, Buttercup, like he had to have supports because he couldn't do it on his own. It's sad. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just I think the size of his body. It just caught up with him. Yeah. Well, people aren't meant to be that size. Yeah. So he was from France. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Very interesting. They found him in a French village. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you tell me more about him? I'm not being a dick. I kind of want to really. HBO know. ran a documentary on him, and it was. I highly recommend, and if you have an opportunity to watch it, even if you're not into wrestling, it doesn't matter. It's just a wonderful tale of a person. He was a great, great human being. Like oh, he wasn't a bad guy. That makes me happy. Like, he had, yeah, he was like a legit, like good person, but like drinking a case of beer in in a sitting like he would do that stuff like he never like it wasn't like it was you know pre taking care of yourself so he didn't take care of himself yeah i think he had family members that were his size that that died in their like teens and stuff like that because you know their hearts exploded literally i can't remember if this is true or not this so this could be completely false but wasn't there some kind of pill he could have taken to stop some of the something to do with why he was that big. Uh, yes, there was. I wasn't. Isn't that more? Was there one back then? Because I know there's stuff like that now. Yes, there was something he could have, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. I think he made that conscious decision. Yeah. Okay. And that's why his head looks disproportionately bigger. It really does, like the rest of his body. Like he's he's seven one. He's not. He's Andre a giant. Then he's not. In our world now, like there's seven foot one people playing NBA basketball stuff like that, and they look proportional. You know what I mean? Yeah. He looked, he looked not proportional. His head, in compared, like he didn't look that much taller than everybody. But his head, when when his head was next to somebody's head, it was like his head was just twice the size. You know what though? That shot where the man in black is well wesley man in black whatever is fighting him they have Mm -hmm. a shot where he's kind of elevated on a hill and then he grabs him around the waist and then you see like i I think that's like a real like yes shot you know andre the giant just towering over him i think he was a huge dude oh he was a huge oh wait first off he was a huge dude he was he was i just think his head was bigger than it should have been because of just the well, I can't think of the gland. It was a pituitary. Was it a lymph? Pituitary. There it was. Yeah, that was just running amok. So Carrie, how do you say his last name? Elise. El- I think it's Elwes. Elwes. He is six foot. Oh, so he's not a short dude. He's yeah. No. But you hear Andre. I mean, but Andre the Giant's a big dude. His hands. Oh, when Inigo Montoya like looks at his hands, he's. Like, huh? Uh, I just he, love back in the day. Back in the day, he gave some great, great interviews to me with me and Gene Oakland. Like, look him up, and it, it, it's on the HBO documentary. Like, I might, I might watch that. It's honestly. fantastic. It's fantastic. Not to not to get off topic here, since <laughs> we're already not. But that's did, what I bring. That's my nickname, off topic. That's did, what I bring to the table. 
Did Andre the Giant and The Rock's dad ever wrestle together? Ooh, good question. They never wrestled each other, but they were in the WWF at the same time. Absolutely. Oh, Rocky Johnson. Oh, my God. You guys, like, as big as The Rock is, Rocky Johnson was, like, cut. Like, you wouldn't bowl. He was, like, a Marley, like a Greek god. That's the, how he was built. The Rock posts it's, pictures of his dad on Instagram. and Insane. He's a unit. Yeah, the Rocky Rocky Johnson, man, he was, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you for answering that question. I, I believe his big rival, I believe, was Jimmy Superfly Snooker. I could be wrong, but I think they were rivals. <laughs> him and Him and Don Morocco, just saying. But Andre Giant, yeah, great story about Andre Giant. And we'll get it back off topic, on topic. Um, during one of the WrestleManias, he was to go up against Hulk Hogan when Hulk Hogan was at his biggest. And he was supposed to beat, it was scripted that he was supposed to beat Andre the Giant. And Hulk Hogan talked about how they went into the match and he wasn't sure if Andre the Giant was going to let him win or not. Nobody knew if Andre the Giant was going to actually let him win the match. But could you get because Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan was like, you know, like he couldn't beat him unless Andre the Giant let him win. But if it's set, could you get fired if you don't let you don't fire you? You just don't fire Andre the Giant. Interesting. Yeah. I I just don't know the. Can po- you imagine the backlash? I just yeah. don't know the politics. Andre the Giant knew the politics, and he was the politics. He was the president. <laughs> he was. Yeah. Guys, I'm pretty much done with my first. Year. Oh my god! <laughs> That's why you gotta have a second C. You gotta have a backup. I forgot. Oh. To get back to believability, we never started. We never started, so let's start. <laughs> Not believable. Move on. Next one. No. <laughs> no. Let- Look at the notes you took. Oh my god! Are you? Kidding? I took. A- Actually, these are very few notes. So, Allison, do you want to kick off Unbelievability? Well, I know that you were starting to say the whole um, disclosure that, yes, we know that this is a fairy tale. Obviously, it's not going to be believable, but I'm focusing on things that could have kind of happened or like personality traits or whatever, stuff like that. So, one of mine was... (laughs) All right, this is whatever. One of mine is the one of the first things that Buttercup says. It's whenever she finds out Wesley has died, she goes, "I will never love again." And I was like, "What are you sixteen? Like, take it easy. You'll be fine." <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> it's not like it's not like we live where there's nowadays with. Match.com and what's the hookup site? Tinder. Tinder and Bumble. all that stuff and Grinder and all that. Like she had a limited pool of men she could draw from, Allison, and he was it. No, she didn't. She could have pulled anything she wanted. She got no humperdink, like, you know. So And then the court first... and in the court she would have been able to fuck whoever. I burn her agrees. So yeah. But fucking doesn't necessarily mean love. Yeah. Maybe she needs the emotional attachment to get her wet. Okay, first off. <laughs> first off. Yeah, I said it. I love that. She, 
<laughs> she had she had love. It love went away. So then you don't, you know, worry about it again. You just if you get a fuck, you fuck. My on the unbelievable thing, something that really stuck out for me was the ro- the whole rope climb. Yes. That was absurd. Yes. I'm sorry. I don't care how strong you are. Their arms are burning out very quick. Very quick. That's a hell. Because they were doing all arms. They, were, they weren't even using their legs at all. I was like, that's stupid. That's not going to happen. I completely agree with the whole rope thing. For the man in black. So the book addressed Fezzik's arms and like how that was his like thing. His arms never tired. That's where all of his strength laid, lied, lied in his arms. So that was part of the man in black. No, Fezik. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I can handle that. So the man in black, I agree. But the man in black also was not climbing in the book like he was there. It was a much slower process for him. He stopped farther down, and it talked about the fact he was, like, punching holes. Yeah, I remember that. The rock face and then. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought we were evaluating the movie, not the book. My bad. (gasps) I apologize. No, my my bad. It's it's not like a Game of Thrones like ice wall climb where they have like pickaxes. I like your pickaxe move though. I have so much spit on this now. I had a Carl wanted me to go ice climbing with him once. Oh, you were gonna go ice climbing once? Correct. Oh, that sounds awful. I didn't go. It sounded terrifying to me, (laughs) so I didn't do it. You had trouble watching this climb scene. I did. I had, to, I had to look away on this climb scene. Really? Do you have a fear of heights? Yeah. I, I try to fight it. I do fight it for the most part, but like exposed on a sheer wall like that is terrifying. And they completely underdid all of that. Like that, that's the unbelievable. Like the wind on that wall would have been unbelievable. They would have been kicking them everywhere. That's something I didn't think of. Oh, the wind would have been the wind yeah. is the terrifying part. Like it's it's just it's terrifying. It's just it's terrifying. They don't stop and they're not using anything but just boom, 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 yeah. boom. There's boom. no they're not using their legs. They're no. not doing anything. Um Fezzik has three people on him and he's just never slows down. The other thing about you asked Bernard about his fear of heights. I also think that as you get older, like your fears kind of intensify a little bit. So I don't know if that's if you find that to be true, Bernard, but I, I find do. it to be true for myself. I do too. You, as you get older, you realize you have more to lose. You're not immortal. You feel immortal you're whenever not, you're younger. You're not immortal. You get older. You're older and more people are dying around you and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah. This happens. Yay, rom coms. <laughs> what are we doing? You're the apartment? For this cherry. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm going to uh, text James and see if he'll bring me like a mini bottle of champagne. He's your go to. Your go to alcohol provider. He's your goat. Although, did you, did, I know you saw, but Bernard, did you see that lackluster pour that he gave me? Yesterday, I asked for a glass of wine, and he gave me like three fingers worth of wine. It was uh, appalling. Tell him when it was. One. It was about one. 
So she asked me at like 12, 19, she goes, is it, is it okay if I start drinking now? And I said, it's okay. I was like, never ask that question to us. It's always okay. (laughs) But then I saw the pour that James gave her and I said, I think it's okay, but apparently someone else doesn't. My unbelievability started even before Allison's unbelievability started. Yes. It was when they're in the hut. And do you remember, like, she just realized that Wesley loves her. And that I, I mean, how do they not tear each other? Sorry. Sorry. How do they not tear each other's clothes off in the one scene? Like he comes in, his hair's over his eyes. They look at each other. I'm like, fuck right now. Let's go. I'm telling you, he is hot with two t's you know why because she said oh farm boy fetch me that picture bitch that picture is right there it is not six inches above your head get the fucking picture yourself she wanted him to linger she wanted something else hey she was smoking too it wasn't just him that was hot i think she's still hot i do too i think she's still hot i no, i i can't i i just don't like her in that show so much that there's Yes, he did it. That was so surprising. See if knows who he needs to be in here. Get him in here. Hey, no, see if James knows his name is James. See if James knows Rocky Johnson's nemesis in wrestling. It was before his time. It was before my time. I don't know. It was that was early. Yeah, but it was that was like mid 80s, mid to late 80s. It was the glory days of the WWF. Glory days. It was either Don Morocco oh, or Snooker. Have... Why are we talking about Rock's dad? I don't know if anybody brought it up, but watch the Andre the Giant documentary on HBO. We were just talking about that. It's fantastic. Tell him. It's fantastic. It's so fantastic. Good. Fantastic. Where'd he go? Tell him. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. He read your lips. <laughs> just, I mean, everything happening in the screen right now is fantastic. Well, well, I was just pouring her champagne well, and flash like a goofball, and James is behind her doing wrestling poses. <laughs> I was dancing with Millie. I wasn't doing wrestling moves. Sorry, I thought this were wrestling moves. That's even I better. He was dancing. You thought this were wrestling moves? He was dancing. <laughs> Great. Good stuff. All right. So we have the pitcher grab, which I find unbelievable, but I'm overruled. Believable. I think it's believable because you wanted him around. Wait, who? Buttercup asking him to get that picture. Oh, F, yeah. Allison then get, went to I'll Never Love Again. I will and Bernard went again. to the Cliffs, which I think after that, the Cliffs were my next I, unbelievable, too. I'm yeah. surprised you didn't go to him being stabbed. And still standing when he gets stabbed during the An- sword fight with the six figured man. Anigo? He gets oh, stabbed. I like to go in sequential order. He- I have stuff before. Yeah, Unbelievable me too. Stuff? Yeah. Wow. It'll be I- a while. It always it is always a while. That's is. why I need a drink. Um, my uh, next cool. unbelievable is how he acts after like stealing, saving Buttercup, like how he acts towards her. Like threatening well, her with here. slapping her. No, I'm okay with that. You are. I act like that sometimes when you, you get something wrong at shopping. <laughs> no, 
Seriously. No. He wasn't that bad. So, in the book, he actually slapped her. Oh. Yeah, in the book, she slapped her. That's a uh, warning. Backhand. I was like, ooh. Oh, this is going to get a different movie. When he brought that backhand, it's going to be a different movie. I had a... He's going to get heavy with her. Right after the cliffs, <laughs> Inigo throws the rope down to him after he swears on the soul of his father. Would you guys have believed that swearing? I think he could tell from Inigo's eyes and voice that he's a truthful man. So you would have gone for it? Yeah. Here's here's another point of that whole thing. He's flying up that rope like it's nobody's business. <laughs> and once the rope's gone, he moves like two inches. And there's footholds everywhere for climbing. Like, he had all kinds of stuff to climb up. It's like, dude, what Says happened? the guy who's afraid of climbing. I Says the guy climbed, though. I love Anigo goes. I've climbed a bunch of times. You still want to be careful. Like, you have to test the holes. If you're harnessed. He's, which the man in black was not. He was not. He had he had good footholds there. Those were not loose rocks. Like, it just... Eh. Sorry. I really like the whole... I know we're kind of not there yet, but Inigo goes, slow going <laughs> over the cliffs. <laughs> When the man in black says to him, you're going to be very disappointed. And he says, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what okay. About? Oh, when he wants to know who he is, I must know. Get used to disappointment. Okay. He says, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh. the thing. That's like, I picked up on so much shit where I was like, man, this is hilarious. And like, I didn't. This is this is like top five rom coms, guys. So top the, five. They trained so much that that by the time they were done with that fencing scene, they got it done in under a minute. And Rob Reiner was so pissed, like he wanted it to be this epic scene that they had to go back and re choreograph it so it was over three minutes. But that was all them. The only thing oh, they didn't, okay. he said that they didn't do was Inigo's like backflip or whatever that flip off the thing. Yeah. Everything but else was them. That's incredible. Do you remember when uh, the man in black falls down the hillside and the stunt double is, has gray hair? No. I <laughs> watch it. The stunt double has gray hair and a beard. He has a beard too. He has gray wait. hair and a beard. Brought that up because that's one of my unbelievabilities. Not that he fell down the ravine, but that she fell like that. Yeah, that ravine was not that steep. No, and she just went tumbling after. She just did it. It's like she did it on purpose. She was just like, "Well, whoop, let's go." I can't believe whoever did that survived. They were going like head over ass there. They were <sighs> rolling sideways. That must have hurt like son of a bitch. Well, if they're a professional tumbler. They're gonna be good. My God, you have so many notes. I, I do have so many notes. <laughs> Let's roll it back. Would you have been able to hold on to someone's back if they had crushed you against a rock like that? Yes. Really? I don't know. I need to be in yes. the situation to know. I'll go practice it on James. Why do you say yes so confidently? I'll it's go practice it on James. <laughs> if anything, you're going to squeeze harder. Hey, do you remember that time that we were watching um, while you were sleeping and we did the 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 train, the that was the train amazing. roll? 
That and was, it's it's completely doable. It is. It's so that was so fucking funny. On when while you were sleeping, how we weren't sure that Lucy could have rolled his body off the track, so we both did it. Oh yes, that was amazing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, do you think it was believable that Buttercup didn't recognize Wesley, her one true love? Thank you. I was just looking at not even just because of his mask, but his voice. You don't remember your true love's voice? Okay, first off, Superman changes changes from mild-mannered Clark Kent, takes his glasses off, wears a blue suit, and nobody knows who he is. Well, he also has that little curly cue of hair that falls. Nobody knows who he is. Nobody knows who he is. I mean, what if what if Clark Kent's not like a spandex guy, and so people are like, Clark would never wear spandex. Of course, he's not Superman. Would never wear spandex. spandex. (laughs) I don't know why that happened. I'm sorry. Oh, and then to go farther with his act of just being really mean towards Buttercup, he just snaps out of it like this. Did you notice that after they fall down the hill? Yeah. Why? It's hard to know who he was. Because she could have she could have run away from him at that point. So he had to hook her back oh, in. He wanted to go he wanted to enter the dread swamp. Her vagina? Fire swamp? Yeah, that swamp too. <laughs> Are you referring to her vagina as a swamp? That is correct. <laughs> after that long walk, it would be swampy. Well, considering Ugh. the time period, I really don't think that it would be hairless. Oh, that's full on bush. Full bush. Can you? <laughs> hey, quarantine quarantine calls for low maintenance down there. Low... It's like 1974. <laughs> <laughs> that's saying something because I feel like Marie keeps a n- neat handle on it. I'm just saying. <laughs> Pre, Says pre, the person that hasn't been down there in a while. Pre-toddler? <laughs> absolutely. After toddler? Hey, after your <laughs> surgery, I was shocked at how neat it was. Just saying. I did that for the, I did that for the doctors. <laughs> when I had surgery, I didn't, I didn't want them to know how much hair grows down there. So I made sure to wax for the doctors. Whenever I go to the gynecologist, it's full-on bush, man. Oh, no, I keep that thing neat and trim for the doctor. They got to find it. Which explains as to why I haven't been there in a while. (laughs) Cool. I need to go back for my doctorate. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't count. Unless you can examine my uterus from the... Oh, wait, I don't have one. Unless you can examine my ovaries from the inside. Nope. You're done. (laughs) Uh, I feel like we're way off track here, but I love it. Oh, me too. I'm still waiting for Marie to finish her goddamn drink so I can make another one. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna. I got double imps. Double imps. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ask Allison a question, then I'll drink it. Jesus. (laughs) Pinky. Look at that. She has a look of panic as she drinks. Like, don't fucking ask me. I'm drinking. It's because Um, I draw. I dripped. That was the look of panic. You build up an immunity to poison, dude. I don't know. I believe you can. Could you? I've heard this and I've read it. 
What just happened? What just happened? I've heard it and read it. <laughs> Bernard has an immunity to iodine powder. No, no, but I believe that it can't happen. I believe it can. You missed that I spit an ice cube out of my mouth and hit him square in the face with it. <laughs> oh, that's very funny. No. I missed one. Has anyone's grandparents or elder relatives ever pinched their cheeks? Because it's a no for me. My brother used to yes. do it to me and it was the fucking worst. An uncle used to do it for me, yeah. Was he fucking for real or was he pissed at you? He's for real. And he hand me a 20 and I'd walk out. Fair. <laughs> I took that abuse. What do we feel about Wesley's scream? Ah! <laughs> what do we feel about that scream, guys? Was it a genuine scream? No, it was not a pain scream. I think... How would that differ from a pain scream? A uh, pain scream would more be more of a shriek. Shrill. There would be much higher pitch in there because it's it's especially that kind of pain. I thought his yell was more of an angry yell. Which wouldn't have been angry at that point. I don't, know. I don't even know how that hurt. How did that hurt? The rat was biting him. No, 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 no. no. Oh, wait. Are I'm you talking? Shri- I'm talking about, I'm talking about when torture. He was tortured. That's no, what I- I'm talking about with the ROUs. Oh, that was a good scream. Oh, that was yeah. A scream. That was a pain. That was an angry, I'm yeah. fucking fighting you thing. Yeah. Oh, you th- oh that I, was fine. I took it as a pain thing. No, but in the torture, I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm with you, Bernard. Also, in the torture, I just kept looking at. Like, and it's funny, James and I were thinking the exact same thing, and we pretty much, I wrote it down, and he said it. He said, isn't that torture just, like, cupping therapy nowadays? Like, that's all the rage right now is cupping therapy. Have you seen that? I find it very disturbing. Me too, but that's what it looked like, right? That's exactly what it looked like. Cupping. But there was running water there. I see. I put, <laughs> I put this under the under the fairy tale thing. Like, does it make sense that they're sucking life away from him? No, because it's not fucking possible. They sucked at least twenty years or fifty years from his life. He should be dead. He Are was you dead. milking a cow. <laughs> no, I'm bouncing <laughs> balls. <laughs> I don't know why. My daughter goes in the ball pit, and I start throwing balls. I go just like your aunt. You're surrounded by balls. Hey. <laughs> Every names, time. names. It is. Yeah, that's true. I forgot oh, about that. Aunt, was there I thought you were Allison. The fuck, Aunt this Allison. Drink, this drink is deceptively strong. I've just been drinking for a really long time. I went from we, red wine, Chardonnay, drink, champagne. That's what we didn't eat dinner. We ate a big lunch, so we only had a side salad for dinner. That's what happened. Hey, did you see my charcuterie that I got at the restaurant today? I did not. You went to a restaurant? No. Takeout. Takeout. We just got takeout from like a nicer place and shit. If we're taking pictures of charcuterie, we'll send you a picture. We have charcuterie once or twice every three days. Nice. Jelly. Bring it. Are you done with it yet? Jesus Christ, were you drinking already? Put a fucking nipple on this thing. For God's sakes. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Well, we need to finish. We need to finish unbelievability first. Hey, we're going to carry on without Bernard because he's just going for more drinks. Okay. Well, I have my next thing, which is actually nonsense. Something believable. Are you ready? 
Oh, I'm ready. Did you just hit your head off in the microphone? No, it's my hand, but thank you for the concern. Okay. So there was an article about how ROUSs actually exist. What? Are you fucking kidding me? No. Like they're Papua New Guinea. And it's a true rat, not like a copybara or anything like that. It was uh, 32 inches from nose to tail. Which isn't no. which isn't like the person size ROUS, but still like it's a rodent of unusual size. You can't catch that in a mousetrap. Bernard would have to get the shovel and slam it on the head oh. to take care of that. Oh, apparently this was like a very fruitful expedition where they found 16 species of frogs, one species of gecko, three species of fish, and at least 20 species of insects and spiders that were all new. And they he found said a our- shovel wouldn't do it, that he would say a shotgun. You know, would he do that to a copybara? Because they're probably, like, cuter. You want that, you want that in your house? I'll take a copybara. Be my new pet. Not a copybara. A rat. A 30-inch rat. You want that in your house? As long as it's not biting me and it's friends with my animals. No. You want rat poop all over your house? Are you training it to go in the litter box? <laughs> yeah. I would <laughs> probably have better poops than my cat. <laughs> um, I did not appreciate that Buttercup did nothing while he was fighting the ROUs. Dude. Uh, okay. Nothing. So I thought Buttercup was like pretty useless. I liked her more in the movie than I did in the books. I was really fucking pissed at her in the books because she's legit dumb in the books. Like, I kind of got a taste of that during the movie, too. Like, after he explains the whole Dread Pirate Robert thing to her, he's like... Does and that- she has that look. Like, it's not hard to understand, bitch. Just, like, pay attention. Get your head out of his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for laughing at that. That spares me the comment I was going to make. <laughs> I um, I like to laugh at my own jokes because no one else will. Yeah, that really made me mad. She was trying to pry the rat off of her dress instead of bashing the head, bashing it on the head with a big stick. Like that made no sense to me. No, it really didn't. And to be in that era with no technology, like you're in tune with nature, I feel like she would have had more experience with wildlife than that. Yeah, because she loves riding horses and shit. What's your next unbelievability? I don't know. My next unbelievability was, quote unquote, you think Inigo and Fezzik would have ran. I don't know what that has to do with at Oh, yes, I do. Okay. So when they're trying to find the man in black and Fezzik shouts out. Yeah. Good impression. (laughs) And they just walk through the crowd instead of running. Like you think they would have ran because they're in a hurry to find the man in black. Yeah. Especially since he's screaming in pain. I hated the part where, and I always have. Ever since I watched this like 30 times when I was a kid, I always hated the part where Inigo uses the sword and prays to his father to guide him. Oh, it doesn't bother me. I don't know why. I just don't like that part. Oh, I don't. Yeah, that. I think it I think it fits with the movie and like the the story. 
Do you have any other unbelievability? Two. Uh, my next one is that huge fucking miracle pill going down Wesley's throat. Like he would wake up and then die because it's stuck in his throat. <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would have to high block him. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd be dead again because the pill came out. <laughs> I wish they would have added a scene where they're like holding his nose and mouth shut like a dog and, <laughs> and, and massaging the throat. His throat to get the pill down his throat. I have three more unbelievabilities. Okay, go. Number one. How do they hear, how do the people in the wedding hear the commotion outside the castle walls? That would be fucking stone walls several times over and they can hear people yelling outside the castle it's, i don't fucking think so it's like the the portcullis is like right there yeah i agree with you not at all that's yep. a really good point that i did not think of until you just said it thank you i've had 30 years to think of this movie <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see next she was gonna commit suicide by a dagger to her own heart nope absolutely not and especially she was going to try to go through the breastbone. If you looked at how she was positioning that dagger, she did not think that through at all. Slit your wrists. Or she'd have to go ahead first through the balcony or the window or wherever they jumped of. Yeah. And even that wouldn't have been a sure thing. That's true. Slitting the wrist probably would have been a sure thing. Yeah. So I thought that like, you can feel the breastbone there. You know you're not getting through that. Yeah, that's that's a great point as well. Yeah, like it just reinforces Buttercup is dumb. Yeah, you know what? That's I can't take credit for that. There is a training scene about how to kill people with a dagger in Outlander. That's awesome. And I learned that through Outlander. I mean, anytime you have to take CPR classes, you know how hard it is. I did have to do that as well, but I did not retain that point. Thank you. You're welcome. You got to go down uh, if it's you an adult. You got to go down, baby. <laughs> hey, if you got to go down, you if it's an adult, you two inches. I, I do remember hearing our sister-in-law talking about like breaking, breaking ribs and hearing the cracking because she has to do that on people. Yep. Terrible. Yep. Um, thank you, our frontliners, healthcare workers right now. Thanks, Marie, Holy. too. Not you, Marie. Oh, Sister-in-law, Marie. so confused by that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah healthcare workers are, go are going through it right now, and they are completely appreciated. But I don't think enough people are saying that. I agree. Also, I don't think enough people are praising people who are working in like grocery stores and restaurants because I don't know what the hell I would do without them. So thank you all of those people as well, because I think that anybody who's working retail right now, like obviously healthcare workers, heroes, but like retail workers are the unsung heroes. Like anybody who's working at giant Eagle Walmart target, like kudos, man. Shipped delivers Instacart workers like all of you guys and i just figured out today and i'm gonna post it actually online um on our twitter account at a toast to rom-coms i just figured out how to tip people through the starbucks app 
Because I did not, I literally did not oh, know how to tip through no. the Starbucks account. Oh, I didn't know that was a thing. Same. So I'm going to post directions on how to do that in case, because cash is kind of taboo right now. Yeah. So I want to post that so people understand. They're there all the time. And I am not fucking kidding you right now. I went to Starbucks today or I ordered through the mobile app. I was around the building yeah. waiting. There was at least 15 cars ahead of me. It was crazy. And they just deserve that. They are working so hard. They are working so hard. People shit on those kinds of people. Um, and they really need to be recognized. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll post those directions so you guys know how to tip yeah. if you use the Starbucks app. Please, 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 if you're in a situation to tip, please do it. If you're ordering takeout, DoorDash, Uber, Grubhub, whatever, star, like just please tip if you can, if you're able to. Anything, I'm sure, is appreciated, especially since these people are putting their necks out. If you're using Instacart, if yeah. you're using Shipped, like they are doing what you don't want to do. So tip them and tip them well. My last unbelievability, and then I'll turn it over to you. Um, Buttercup is not mad at Indigo and Fezzik for kidnapping her earlier. So I thought that was odd. I think after all of the time that she spent with them, I mean, I'm assuming it was like a day. She probably realized that they were just like, I don't know. I, I think she probably realized who the mastermind was and who was the shit was and I, I could see it because Anigo and Fezzik did have their hearts in the right place because re- remember guys I just work for Vincey need to pay the bills there's not a lot of money in revenge I love that quote I had written it down it's, I, there's this movie is so fucking quotable and I didn't realize it until I started writing all of them down. I probably wrote down like 20. It is so quotable. And I think it's, I don't know if it's because it's in the past or if it could be considered more of a kid's movie. I'm not sure why, but I think that adults underrate this movie. It maybe except, maybe except for like, your and my generation though i think that we give it the credit that it deserves i think maybe older people because steven with a with a v he was supposed to do this movie with us and i know he loves this movie i know i'm really sad that we couldn't have him on i know it would have been such a wonderful clusterfuck with him being on here my god (laughs) it would have it would have been a disaster in the best way I think that would have been like a two and a half hour podcast. (laughs) (laughs) So much editing. So much editing. My last unbelievability is, do you think that Inigo stays alive? Like, I think he dies. Like, that stomach wound, that gut wound, I don't think that's going away easy. (laughs) I think we talk about that later with final thoughts. Okay. Okay, well, now that I'm done, I'm going to go make my drink. Okay, we'll see in a few. Now I have three drinks. I have (laughs) three drinks. I have original drink, a little bit of this rosé champagne, 
And then I got some tonic water and that wiggle dizin. That thing that I have. How ha- do you like that? It's good. It, I I think Bernard could drink it just by itself in some ice. But I would I have a hard time drinking it straight because it does have a whiskey flair. You know what would you might like with that is some lemon or lime juice squeezed in. Mm-hmm. Well, that would probably be a good idea. I did debate about because I have lime from one of my HelloFresh boxes that uh, we had to throw out. <laughs> um, that, I was that wiggle de- whiskey you got me from Christmas was the best thing I've ever drank in my life. Really? It was that good. It disappeared within one week of me trying it. It was that good. It was so freaking good. Was that the Rudolph or was that the St. Nick or I can't even remember. St. Nick. It was St. Nick. Oh my gosh. I'll have to keep my eye out um, next because I know it's seasonal. I'm sure that'll be out next winter. So I added something different to our drinks. Ooh, what what is it? I'm not saying until Marie drinks it. Semen. <laughs> he did put champagne in. Ooh. Lights out. It's lights out. Wait, really? And it, it's light. It's lights out. Can I get it's it? Good. Can I get a tiny bottle of champagne so I can try it? Go ahead. You do you. I would have just put half of it in though. That's all I added. Half of the champagne. Half of the mini champagne. Yes. God, I'm going to have so many drinks. Okay. I'm going to finish this one first. And I'll be right back. Go, Go, Allison. Go. All right. Back. Yeah. This might be a... This might end... Poorly. I mean, fun for the listeners, but shitty for us. And by us, I mean you guys, because you have to wake up with a toddler it's true and it is terrible at 551 to hear <laughs> mommy mommy <laughs> mommy <laughs> mommy get up now mommy <laughs> well awful I mean I, I know it's not the same but I can sympathize with you because at 6 to 7 I hear <sighs> that, that would that would be bad. Yeah, and then you throw it out the window and you move on with your day. And then it's a cat, so it's not a, it doesn't have a soul. She oh. she tries to wake us up because we do sleep with her, and then usually around that time we kick her out, and then at the door she scratches at it and she goes, Meow. Meow. come back in the room. Oh no, because she wants fed. She oh. has a raging appetite. <sighs> it's okay. I love her. I made this choice. Mm. Mm. Same. <laughs> Ooh, I do like it with the champagne. It's nice. Yeah, it does add something. Mm-hmm. So now I'm down to two bottles of champagne, but I just added a cart, a case of Prosecco. So do you same thing? It's It's not, not, but I use it interchangeably. Me too. I actually like Prosecco a little bit more because it's a little drier. I like drier wines better. 
Like it's not as sweet, basically. Oh. <laughs> No, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> That's what that means either. <laughs> um, so obstacles to Wesley about a cup being together. So he died. <laughs> That's a big one. That's a big one. He's dead for a while. Mostly mean, dead. For the pit of despair, which in the in the book, guys, is called the zoo of death. It's different. I like pit of despair better. Okay. Why is it the zoo of death? Are there like hyenas like stripping the meat off of them? <laughs> I just um, saw an animal cracker galloping across <laughs> sky. Ready? Because in the zoo of death, there are five levels, and at every level is a different deadly thing that Humperdinck hunts. So the fifth level is for his most formidable, formidable, excuse me, opponent, which happens to be Wesley. But it's kind of a cop out because they use the machine on him. It's not like Humperdinck is actually hunting him. They torture him with the machine. Humperdinck, 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 Humperdinck. Ah, you told me you would never say that name. (laughs) I, I remember in our house. Like a popular thing would always be yelling, liar, liar. Do you remember this, Marie? Like all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. All the time. It like this, that, and like Ghostbusters quotes all the fucking time. And I did not hate it. I actually kind of pity households who don't speak in movie quotes. Like, you need to know movies, and you need to know quotes. It makes life so much more fun and interesting. It really does. What did you quote from Ghostbusters? Outside of, we came, we saw, we kicked its ass. I think that was, you never quoted that. What the hell you doing? All the time. Mom would say that at least once a day. And then what also, what's the wrong with you? No, and Bernard quotes it wrong on purpose. <laughs> and then, what the hell's wrong with no. you? No. And then we also did, or she did a lot of the time. You are so odd. All the time. Yep. Are you the gatekeeper? No. no we, we never did that allusion to sex. <laughs> Thank God. I mean, I feel like it could have happened. I remember having to cover my eyes at the ghost blowjob scene a lot. Oh, man. No, not with me. Nobody cared with me. (laughs) Dude. Did you understand what was happening? Absolutely not. I think I just understood like last year. I thought it was like I knew I knew it was something dirty as a kid, but like you didn't see anything. So... I don't know. I thought it was like she was like touching his peep or something. <laughs> no one cared with you. It's all up for crabs. <laughs> no. I I mean, I watched The Shining at, no joke, age seven. That naked woman. It's terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. I just remember seeing like those old boobs being terrified. Here is the exact discussion. Everything was fine with our system until the power grid was shut off by ridiculous here they caused an explosion is this true yes it's true sir this man has no dick (laughs) that's gotta be that's gotta be from bill murray yeah it was (laughs) 
Can we do Ghostbusters? Because there's some rom-com in there. I love Ghostbusters. I could, we all know this. I could probably watch it like once a week and be totally fine. Absolutely. I can't wait till my daughter's old enough to watch that movie. And I'll tell her to cover our eyes during the ghost blowjob scene. Uh, be a, that's good. That's good because I did not have that. Um. Okay. So obstacles. He was dead. Twice. Are you? twice so the fake death the first time when he was just becoming the dread pirate robert she's engaged so this kind of touches on unbelievability but i believe the relationship between her and prince humperdinck more in the book than in the movie because in the book she says i'm not going to love you ever essentially and he's like all right that's fine just give me an air just spread them Slide one in, pop one off, move on with my day. Into the fire swamp. Maybe she had a. What if she was red hair? She had red hair and her bush was red, and you could call that the The fire fire swamp. swamp. (laughs) I think your listeners feel like they're just listening to us drink and talk. Yeah, maybe that's why don't we have that? Maybe that's why we don't have a lot of listeners. Still, our most played podcast every day is Roxanne. It, that movie's fantastic. Yeah, and it but was I a great don't podcast. get it. Your po- that podcast was fantastic. I don't, maybe people like hearing a child scream in the background. I'm not sure. The podcast was fantastic. I remember listening to it, like saying, "This is really good. It's really good." Whatever. It's yeah. fun. We get to see each other. It's fine. Do we'll do this think- till we die. I'm not sure where to go with that. Fuck. Um, do you think her being engaged to someone else, aka a prince, is an obstacle to their being together? I said that. He did. I said I that. was not listening. <laughs> I said <laughs> you guys are rattling off obstacles. I said she's engaged. Yeah, he but did. And you actually like- responded to it when he said it. <laughs> <laughs> but we weren't we weren't there yet. I was blocking everything up. <laughs> No, I just literally said it after you said obstacles. I, that's bullshit. That's straight bullshit. This is, why, this is why I'm your podcast, because you never listen to me. No one's fucking listening Bernard, to me. Bernard, I listen to you. Oh, sorry, Allison or whatever. Bernard, I listen so. to you. I listen to you. I know you said it. No, Allison listens. Marie, she don't listen to me. Oh, is that when I started talking about their relationship in the book? Yes, the book. I remember that now. The book. Hey, Marie, what do you like better? The book or the movie? So I'm glad you asked. <laughs> Bernard, are you are you glad I asked? <laughs> um I think the movie, because since I did not like Buttercup as much in the um in the book. That's something that's rare. There- that was there were some really great things in the book but i did not care for that i did not care for the ending in the book oh the ending in the book sucks and i did not care for chapter one of buttercup's baby oh i don't remember that so it was humperdinck's baby no no (laughs) it was after the 25th 
um, anniversary. At least it was the 25th anniversary. Um, Maybe that's why and I, I don't remember it. Yeah, and I didn't. I didn't care for it, but I did like the book. I enjoyed it a lot. There are some things that I liked better than the movie. You get Fezzik's and Inigo's backstory I more so. Do you remember that? Say, I would definitely say read the book because I do think it's a fine line between enjoying the book or the movie more. No, I disagree. I say the movie's better, hands down. Don't read the book. When did you read the book last? <laughs> In high school. Okay, that was at least 25 years ago. Holy shit, how old do you think I am? Wow. You mean like 10 years ago? It was about 10 years ago, I know. <laughs> no, it's like 12 to 13 years ago. Go fuck yourself. I don't need two burners here. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. You're missing out on a lot of the visual effects yeah. of this podcast. Are we good with obstacles? Yeah, what comes after that? Chemistry? Oh. We were, yeah, oh, chemistry. They killed it on chemistry. Man, the whole movie's all everybody. chemistry. Everybody. 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 Amazing. I the mean, cast was so well picked. So we, well done. Can we say there's two love stories here? Indigo and Fezzik. Yes! And Wesley. Yes. I mean, two. Mm. Yeah. That's not fair. Because you, what you're saying is if the love story, I'm hoping you're not saying that Along the lines of like sexual war stuff like that. No, like I'm they just they love each other like brothers. brothers. Like, and it's like Frozen too. Elsa was getting the relationship with herself. That's my sister. <laughs> Show yourself. Did you ever see Backdraft? Nope. Oh, I've never seen Backdraft. And I and forget it. <laughs> forget it. You see Backdraft? No. Okay then. We're done. We're done. We can't talk anymore. Take, take your phone off and we'll Those of you out there that see Backdraft know what I'm talking about when he says, That's my brother. He says that in Backdraft. Who's in Backdraft? Back- Kurt Russell. Oh. Steven? Not Alex. Steven. Robert De Niro. Oh. It sounds like a movie I want to watch. I fucking love Kurt Russell. Yes, you do. You want to watch this movie. Mom loved Backdraft. It was fucking amazing. She should have loved it. It's awesome. Hey, mom likes bad movies. Mom liked a lot of bad movies. I drink to moms. To moms. To all moms. To all moms. Do you remember Lady and the Hawk? Nope. Mom loved that movie. (laughs) Who's in that? I know she loved Daniel Day Lewis. Is he in that? I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer, Matthew Broderick. Ew. I can't see Matthew Broderick and Michelle Pfeiffer together. That sounds like terrible chemistry. I don't know that they were together. When was the last time Matthew Broderick made no no slight to you, Matthew, if you listen ever, but when was the last time he made a movie? Inspector Gadget. Matthew Broderick's not listening to this. He's very big on Broadway. Matthew Broderick. He is. Broadway. Matthew Broderick Wasn't he the music man for a long time? He was sick in glory. What's that, Allison? Wasn't he in Music Man for a really long time? I don't know. On Broadway? But shout out to Jeff Goldblum, who I did <gasps> see in the Music Man. No way! That's in- so yep. fucking cool. I fucking love Jeff Goldblum. 
everybody it, does. It was his last it, show as the music man <sighs> in Pitts, and he did it in Pittsburgh, and I saw him with mom. It was fucking. What role? What role did he play? The music man. Do I know his name? Absolutely not. <laughs> I haven't wanted to taint his memory with watching oh. any imitator. She's the taint. Taint. <laughs> Taint the pussy, taint the asshole. Ew. It's the taint. Punch with the taint later. Ew. How about the gooch? Is the taint and the gooch the same? What's the gooch? The oh, skin between the, the balls and the butthole? It's a taint. It's called a taint. So also the, the gooch? Taint, taint the vagina, it taint the asshole. What's, what, why is it called the gooch? I don't know. Who calls it? I don't know. That Never was a very that, ever. that was a very popular term in high school. I've never heard that before. I've never heard you before. Chemistry, people. Let's do chemistry. Um, so I did read that Robin Wright and Carrie Illwise. <laughs> I'm good. never going to be comfortable saying that last name. You loved their chemistry. And I read in the IMDb facts that do they, they would actually like request to do the last kissing scene over because they didn't want to end the shoot so they definitely were fucking they had some chemistry they kiss at the end oh my god Bernard (laughs) yes that's why you needed to watch the last six minutes of the movie hey can I tell you a true story are we good with chemistry no we didn't talk about it at all <laughs> I thought we discussed they had it. Move on. <laughs> Buttercup had it. Next question. Inigo and Fezzik had it. Next question. <laughs> All right, fine. Next question. They had it. Done. Check. Check. Um, their kiss. They had two kisses, right? One in silhouette, which you can't really tell anything from silhouette. I swear to God, if I smell that part, I'm not going to be happy. And the next one. At the end? <laughs> At the end. It was good. It was good. It was among the most passionate, the most pure, the top five that one. ever. Kissing is not pure. Can we just get that? Unless it's like a mom and her kid, it's not pure. It's That's sexual. Not. That's not. It's sexual. I know. I agree with you. It's not pure. All right. So we're done with chemistry. <laughs> Do you want to talk about the grandfather and the grandson? They had great chemistry. Listen to this, though. Like, at the beginning, I was so fucking pissed at Fred Savage. I was like, you're a little brat. You spend time with your grandpa. You, like, that's my first note. What a little jerk. Hang out with your grandpa. <laughs> My first note was, I remember playing that baseball video game. It was awesome. Really? (laughs) The thing about it is, though, you don't realize the importance of your grandparents until it's too late. Yeah. That's true. You know, you just don't. I don't remember my grandparents ever being in the three-piece suit when we came to visit. Nope. Nope. It goes back to believability. Yeah, it does. Let's go back. Start over, guys. I don't even remember our grandpa. Rewind. Rewind. We need to get back to that. I don't even remember our grandpa wearing like a hat. This is 87, though. So, 
I mean, were you born? No. Allison probably didn't remember it, but I... I do because I yeah. rode with them to church a lot. And oh, hats, hats in church. So I remember like staring at the back of grandpa's head with the hat on. I think he took it off to go inside the church and just left it in the car. But I remember them sitting in the church. I remember he left it in the car when we would then go to Dairy Queen. Oh, God. I remember that Dairy Queen. Oh, my gosh. Every Saturday. Oh. Church, you went to Dairy Queen. Yep, that's what happened. Also, and I would get my hamburger without mustard. Another thing that I wrote down, and this has to do with the grandpa and the grandson's chemistry, where he goes, "Is this a kissing book?" And I was like, "Chill out, man. It's not Fifty Shades. Keep your fucking shirt on." Fifty Shades. But he's in third grader. He's in third grade for God's sake. How do you know that? Did they say that? No. no. Oh, okay. He's, that's what you're he's in third grade. Also, I do really like whenever he says, Jesus, Grandpa. I do like that, too. <laughs> hey, did you pick out that Santa he had hanging on his closet? That thing was fucking terrifying. Yeah, it was gross, but it looked like a homemade thing. It did, he but made, it was so He scary. made our class. I'm sure he made it in our class, but I think the Santa was grimacing like he was being stabbed, stabbed in the stomach. Maybe it was foreshadowing. <laughs> I got to plug the computer in. Sleigh bells. I have to unplug my headphones. <laughs> so. So. So how are you tonight? <laughs> good. How are you? That is good. I would like to say, for the record, any movie where you see someone being ganked backwards by their headphones and almost falling, that's not true. true. Yeah. Almost just me. Oh my god, which reminds me, we need to do my Big Fat Greek Wedding! I'm writing it down. Write it down, baby. Bernard likes... Are you guys in the top... Is this top ten? This is number ten, I think. This deserves to be in top ten. It's top ten. I still don't understand. I've yet to see a movie better than Harry Metzoy. Interesting that you say that, because we were actually... um, What were we debating? Groundhog Day with Harry Met Sally. Groundhog Day is a really great movie because of how rewatchable, and it's one of those movies that you pick up more and more stuff. I, I'm not arguing that. I disagree. I think it's fair to say Allison and I have only watched When Harry Met Sally once versus the three to five times we've watched Groundhog Day. I've seen Gr- Harry Met Sally probably. T- 10 to 15 times. Wow. I've seen Groundhog Day the same amount. And I, I'm not, no way am I saying that Groundhog Day is not great. Oh gosh, no. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. I just don't think it's a better rom com. I think Harry Met Sally is the, is the blueprint you follow for making a rom com. Which is crazy because it's what, like 20 numbers? Like it's 35 versus 12 or something like that. It's 35. I just, yeah. I think it's really inappropriately rated. I do. I do as well. And I'd be interested to hear um, on the new rom-com list that Rotten Tomatoes put out what number it would be on there. I just feel like we should make our own fucking list. 
Yeah, you're damn right you should. Because you're damn right. Half you're hundred percent right. You you have earned that now. When you get to the bottom of that list, you've earned the right to make your own list. My thinking is you can't follow a blueprint to make Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day is so independent and so different than anything we've ever seen before. You're talking about a time loop that they 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 expand on. Yeah. It's amazing. When Harry Met Sally is everybody's life, we've all gone. There's literally probably 80% of the population has gone through that. What, hey, what hey, Harry goes through. Hey, guys, just to update the readers, it's now Rotten Tomatoes top 200. Oh, shit. That changed Bomb from the gone. last time. When Harry Met Sally, Harry loved Sally. Yeah. They got together and they broke up. He went through a divorce. Hey, guess what? Um, so did we. So I like I'm looking at the list. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's so realistic along the lines of what someone goes through in real life. I'm, and you guys need to make your own list. Yeah. I'm looking through the list and like there are a few that I would include. Like not all of them. Like I would include Crazy Stupid Love, Bridget Jones's Diary, Clueless, um, I would include something about Mary, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Roxanne, uh, Harry Met Sally, of course. What's Up Doc, Sabrina, Splash, Trainwreck, Moonstruck. Oh, my God. Oh, I cannot get over that movie. I want to watch it again. I don't even saw it. I've only seen it once. I've only seen that once. It's so fucking good. You didn't make me watch that. I love What's Up, Doc. It was fantastic. It was I, so good. Barbara Streisand was so a beautiful in that yeah. movie. Yeah. She was just... it, go, it goes back to, and I'll say it. I said it during the podcast. I'll say it again. We don't listen to her music, but we should because yeah. her, her voice is divine. It was such and, a good movie. And it, it that was one of the few things that came from this list where I was like, I'm so glad I watched this. Although Born Yesterday was pretty was a cute movie too with um uh, It was. That was the old movie. Yeah, that was a cute movie, but like I think You watched that. Ew, you kiss. It's gross. It was gross to me too. It's fine. I love her. Ew. Um uh, yeah, but like that's kind of like those are the highlights. Hey, are we done with this yet? What's the last part of this? Let's finish it off and then we can so bullshit. I'm looking at the top 200 and even in like the top 20 that I can see, there's some movies on there that I'm like, yeah, I would Sleepless like to watch it like, again. Sleepless like, in Seattle. When Frankie met Johnny. Do you remember that? No, yeah. I've never heard That's of that. On there. Um, Is that like Pretty a woman's on there? Pretty, Pretty woman. Pretty woman needs to be on. Pretty Chocolat is on there. Oh my oh, god, I love so Chocolat. I love Chocolat. Yes. Oh my god. Pretty woman was so good. But I don't classify that as a rom com. I think it's more drama. No, I, I disagree. It funny it's funny. It's funny as shit. Well, I look forward to talking about it with you guys. Slippery Um, <laughs> yeah. I can't stand you. Uh, what are we on? We finished chemistry, kind of. <laughs> but we're saying it's done. <laughs> all right, so we're on. I mean, we Bad haven't bag. talked about Miracle Max at all. We well, we switched things around, so we don't go into moment they fell in love. We were doing iconic scene, and then 
or were we doing iconic scene or we were we doing moment they fell in love and then do they Today's, stay together yes that's correct that's what we're doing so tell me what your iconic scene is bernard Boo! No, Boo! that's not true. Is it really that? That's your iconic scene. Oh, that's the that's the fucking scene. That is the scene from this movie. What did you spit at fucking him? Shit! Am I cute? That is the scene from this movie. That if you look on a GIF, it's on every GIF. It's on Boo! everything. Queen of you had true love. Queen of refuse. Queen of queen of filth. Queen of muck. Queen of Refuse. I think this question is really tough with this movie. Allison, what do you got? So I I had a few, but I think I think it's them rolling down the hill and he says, As you wish, and then she goes down after him. Oh my dear sweet Wesley, what have I done? Because you're rolling down a hill, that's what you think of doing. Yelling as you wish. I disagree. Boo. Queen of filth. Queen of muck. But I there's... To be honest. Oh, go ahead. There's, I mean, there's so many iconic scenes, though, because, I mean, I my name is Inigo Mentoya. You killed my father, prepared to die. Like, that's an iconic scene in itself, but it doesn't have everybody in it. So that is why, like, I've had such a hard time coming up with it because I think the iconic scenes in this movie only have two of the four characters. Yes. If we're talking about iconic scenes with all the characters, it has to be the end scene. Where they ride away on the. That was my other one. That was my follow up. But I disagree with it because it's different in the book than is in the movie. So I. Can you hear that? Yes. Very slightly. Okay. Please consider me as an alternative to suicide. I do love that saying. <laughs> just because of that line there. It's so ridiculous. Um, I also really like the line, I'll most likely kill you in the morning. So I don't really have an iconic scene because of you that. have to. I think if if my iconic scene had to be anything, there would have to be two: one for Buttercup and Wesley, which I would go back to the scene in the bed where he's like, "There's a shortage of." You had true love. I can't stand you. We don't need to listen to the whole two minute thirty seconds. Yeah, she saw it. She was laughing hard. I agree. Um, She enjoyed it. So I think I would have to go if it's not that last scene with them riding all together. I think I have to go with the scene where he's and like getting out of bed. What are you doing right now? I was trying to meet Bernard's finger. I'm trying to do an ET phone home. I think we got uh, it. <laughs> no, you don't have to load that up. I promise. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> I, uh, 
I thought that him rising out of bed when Humperdinck comes in and he goes, raise your swords. Yes, that's so iconic. And also, yeah. I, something that sticks with me is whenever she goes, Wesley, why won't you hold me? And then she drops Jesse? his, and then why won't and she drops his head? And he goes, Ugh, because she slams his head against the bed. Gently. Why won't you hold me? The unbelievable part. How did that old lady know all this shit? It was a dream. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Obviously, someone who hasn't watched it 50, 20 times <laughs> just watched it the one. Thought the movie ended with him and Bastini's face off over the wine. Hey, over there. This guy. stuck with you didn't it <laughs> um you know what while bernard's gone i, I want to ask you a question let's go who do you think is hotter the man in black or wesley <sighs> yeah. are we talking about farm boy or are we talking about wesley it's two different things we're talking about wesley farm boy and we're talking about man in black Okay, so I go my my rankings. Wesley's number one. No, I'm sorry. Farm Boy's number one. Okay, me too. Isn't that weird? Farm Boy's number one. Yeah. Red Man in Black, then Wesley. Yes, me too. Yep. That I think the floppy hair over the eyes, <sighs> like it just. And I, one of my questions that was starred here was, how do you feel about the Man in Black's pencil mustache? And I prefer him without the mustache. Did he? Didn't he have one as farm boy though? No, not as farm boy. He was. No, I preferred he, him as farm boy. Yeah, I'm glad that you say that because I agree. But then I, I do like a good mask and hidden identity, so then I would go <laughs> man in black, and then I go Wesley. God, I love the banter. Like, why do you wear the mask? Oh, they're terribly comfortable. It's gonna be all the rage. Like, oh, it's so good. And then how whenever he's going against um, Fessick. He like chokes him out and he says, uh, rest hey well, rest well and dream of large, women. Dream it's, of large women. Dream of large women. It's so funny. Like yeah. I forget how good this banter is. But only as he's the man in black, when he becomes Wesley, it becomes too serious maybe. We're ranking our Wesleys. Do we go Farm Boy, Men in Black, or Wesley? I want to go back to your ranking of Groundhog Day higher than <laughs> when Harry met <laughs> Different podcast. Different podcast. You weren't in it, so we got to move on. Nope. Because I'm going to attack one thing that's very, very different in the two movies. Harry and when Harry met Sex. Sally, his whole goal in the entire movie is to get with Sally. 
Oh my oh, god! Fuck yeah! <laughs> scared the shit out of me. Get those bald nips out there, boy. Get those bald pale nippies out there. Come on now. Bird is saying, get those bald pale nippies out there. <laughs> that was terrifying <laughs> because I couldn't hear. Good for you over it. here, glorious, glorious on our end. We saw it coming. Oh my god. Hey. That's a that's a great horror movie thing. Like people doing a webcast and then someone sneaking up behind you. I think he's up here because it's been two hours and he wants me to be done. <laughs> Bernard's leaving. Bernard's leaving because you don't want to join. Okay. Here's, here's why. Here's why. Because he found the bag of chili cheese Fritos and he wants to be able to eat them. No, 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 no. We got like 20 more minutes tops. You can wait 20 more minutes. The shortest part of the podcast, Bernard. (laughs) Is he done? (laughs) He's done. Okay. Bernard's done because he found chili cheese Fritos. (laughs) Are you sure you don't want to get in here for... Tell us your iconic moment, James. The thing every, that I think of and I would assume everybody thinks of from this movie is my name is Inigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. <laughs> That's the only thing that I think of when I think of this movie because I'd only seen parts of it. Had you had you heard that before you had seen the movie? Oh, yeah. Okay. And you knew what it was referring to? Uh, after a couple times, maybe. I think uh, George taught me it probably, most likely. It's... I I really love Mandy Patinkin in this movie. Um and I love him and Andre the Giant, but I do think that he's probably is he maybe the most iconic character in this movie? Probably. I mean, if you I think the relationship between Buttercup and Wesley is one, but then just Inigo's story is the other. Yeah. I don't think before I watched it even for a little bit the first time I thought he was the main character the whole, like in my knowledge of the movie. Like I wasn't even aware that he was not the um, the main character really. Wow. That's did that's you... how famous he was like that's how famous it was to me that I just thought it was a movie about him. Did you <laughs> d- So I know that today's the first time you watched it all the way through like did you not think that he was like, you thought that he was the main character and Wesley was just, like, a side character? No, not till today. I mean, like, beforehand. Like, when I actually sat down to watch the movie, when all you hear about is that and him and, like, pictures of him from the movie, I never really knew that it was not about him. We talked about iconic scene, and I do agree with James that it's a very iconic scene it's the most well-known line from the movie. That's what gets quoted back. Either that or inconceivable. We haven't talked about his character at all, Vizzini. No, we haven't. And apparently they wanted Danny DeVito for that part. That would have been really I funny. Can't... <laughs> I can but see I can't it. think of any other reason than he's short. like And bold. I... Yeah, like there's no other character elements. Like I agree Danny DeVito is funny, but I can't see him in that role role as well as I see Wallace Shawn in that role. 
and he had such a pronounced lisp, but I'm not sure Wallace Shawn has a lisp in real life. I think so too, because he was also in Clueless and I didn't, I don't remember that in Clueless. And he was in the one Woody Allen movie. And he's Mr. Incredible's boss at the insurance agency in The Incredibles. <laughs> didn't even remember that, but yeah. And I don't think he had a lisp. I think he sounds exactly the same. Oh, man, I forgot about him in Manhattan. I fucking blocked that entire movie. Was it Manhattan? It was not. Yeah, it was Manhattan. It was because it was Diane Keaton and it was um, black and white and it was Manhattan. Uh-huh. Um, so moment they fell in love. I don't know that we see it exactly because it's just with the as you wish stuff. I think we don't see it with Wesley, but we see it with her. Is with Buttercup. before the picture? Yeah, it's the scene before the picture. Yeah. I don't think you can fall in love with anybody only saying as you wish to yourself. I think it's after they meet up again as he's Dread Pirate Roberts. Ooh, so okay. Then let me, because James came in after the ranking. So let me ask James, what do you rank um, Wesley as? Like, do you rank Dread Pirate Roberts, Man in Black, do you like Farm Boy or do you like Wesley? Even though one of my friend's uh, stepfathers constantly referred to me as Farm Boy, not because I was like the man from this movie, but because we were from in the middle of nowhere <laughs> from where we originally lived. Um, I am a Dread Pirates, the man in black Dread Pirate Roberts guy. Because, I mean, the, the Farm Boy is boring. He doesn't do anything. He's just like a little pretty face that just says, as you wish, as you wish. And then he becomes like a worldly man. He learns how to fence. He learns how to like, he's like amazing at everything. Farm boy is boring. That's a good way to think of it. I never thought of it like that. I think we might've been just talking about sheer looks. Yeah, we were just talking about sheer looks. I mean, farm boy is a pretty boy. But it's a good point. Like, who wouldn't want the world class fencer slash mysterious? Oh, yeah. So when they fell in love, moment they fell in love. I think, I think he always was in love. You never saw it, but like even when he was farm boy, like that's why he's always looking at her that way, and he got that's to like funny. know who she was because she actually is a person that he can like observe. But she probably didn't realize. Like, yeah, he's, they loved each other, in quotes, before he left for the Ooh. movie. But, like, you can't fall in love with somebody for for just looking at you. <laughs> that's, that's all he did. But he had eyes, like the sea before the storm. The sea after the storm. After the storm. What do you think, But Carter? I think she fell in love. They told you in the movie when they fell in love. Whenever she figured out that when he was saying, as you wish, he was really saying, I love you. (laughs) And then she realized she loved him also. In the wooden farm hut. That's when the the hovel made of mud. (laughs) That's when. In wood. (laughs) 
not in a fancy castle. I think she time. fell in love when they were roll- when after he said "as you wish" rolling down the hill, and she realized he came all the way and was upset at her, but like looked for her. It's also the steepest hill I've ever seen in my life. You would absolutely <laughs> and the, die. And the book is called a ravine, so I think it, you would have died if that had happened. Hey, but, do you think they stay together? Yes. Yes. I I agree. I believe they stay together. I mean, where the fuck else are you going to go? You just rejected Prince Humperdinck. And he's a prince and rich and powerful and all that stuff. And now you're going to reject the Dread Pirates Roberts. And he's rich and famous and maybe not powerful, but maybe he is. And then what are you really going to do? Fall in love with a humble little farm boy and just take care of a one horse all your life? No. I think that falling in love with a pirate is like the best you can do. Like, that's great. Like, you're in for an exciting life. Yeah, ask Kira Knightley. Did you want to? <laughs> Although that didn't Wait, work out for her want... real well because he was like quarantined to an island, which is fitting for what we're in right now. Who do you take? Jack Sparrow or the Man in Black? Man in Black. How about you? I go Jack Sparrow. Really? Can you tell me why? I think he's a better survivor. Really? Yeah, I think he adapts better to different situations than the men in black does. But is he a better pirate? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what just based on, but okay. I I just think we've that, seen Jack Sparrow in action as a pirate. He's really good. Yeah, and we haven't seen the Man in Black in action. We've seen the Man in Black go after someone he really loves. I don't think Jack Sparrow ever really loved anything in those movies. In a fancy canoe, by the way, that boat he was in—they oh, they were not ocean-worthy vessels. Neither one of those vessels they were in should have been on the ocean. You mean their ships in this movie? He had would have caught him. No way. Unbelievable. (laughs) How do you feel about the eels? That those deadly eels. She doesn't get out of the water. No way. They had to shriek first. Difference in the book. In the book, there are sharks, and there are no eels. But in the book, there are sharks, and Vizzini throws cups of his own blood in the water to attract the sharks. Where did he get the blood? He cut his own arms and legs and drained them into a cup to throw overboard. Yeah, it's hardcore. Wow. Hey, Allison, can I have your as you wish impression one more time? <laughs> as you wish. <laughs> <laughs> That's my impression rolling down a hill when I'm not really rolling down a hill. Do you want to know my impression of how to respond to that? Boo! Boo! I have no impression response to either of those impressions. They were solid. What a Jesus, Grandpa! 
Jesus, Grandpa, what'd you read me this thing for? <laughs> Fred Savage is a little shit. That's he's a, an asshole in this movie. He's, that's the only takeaway. He says a kissing book. Like, go fuck yourself, Fred Savage. Allison, I think you may be a little tipsy. Oh, Allison's feeling it. Go fuck yourself, Fred Savage is exactly right. I felt that with that little prick. He kind of was an asshole to his grandpa. Yeah, hang out with your grandpa, man. Tell him to loosen his tie. (laughs) (laughs) His grandpa did have a lot of layers on. I wrote this down earlier, but I don't think I said it, but I didn't, I did not buy the color of grandpa's hair and eyebrows and mustache in that movie. I thought it was faux gray. Don't do that because you won't be able to hear us. It's like the never ending fucking story. Jesus Christ. Will this thing ever fucking end? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Our podcast is a half hour longer than the movie. Well, I mean, well, we'll, we'll be out. able to cut a lot out, or Allison will. How about we cut it out right now in person? <laughs> just fucking stop. Guys, it's the quarantine. When are we going to get this social interaction again? When are we going to have this much fun drinking again? I don't have this much fun drinking by myself. It's sad. He can't hear you because he doesn't have earphones. Why? What's what? Where are we going next? James is here uh, to I, rescue I, the end. Okay, go, go. Take Final Joey thoughts. It's go. a great fucking movie. I give it four and a half. I think it's the number three rom-com so far that I've seen. Number three, Harry Met Sally, number one. <laughs> He's using number his two. middle finger as know, the number okay. one sign. Number three, this. I'd probably agree with that. I don't... I don't but know. Some Like It Hot is so good. Number four or five. Nowhere near. I think they're two different genres, so it's hard to compare. I think that Some Like It Hot is slightly more believable than this, which is saying something. But Jack Lama just cannot pull off being a girl. I'm sorry. Fresh. Fresh. I think we have some somewhere. So then we have after that. There's more? I don't think so. <laughs> no, that's it. We have final thoughts and then we're done. And Bernard has officially left the pod. So we have final thoughts. A final thought I have. Can Prince Humperdinck use less blush, please? Ooh, I also had that thought too, especially towards the end. I also just really like it is just a a super quotable movie. So one of my final thoughts was, can we please get an Inigo Montoya sequel? Like, I think that would be amazing. Like him, even as a Dread Pirate Roberts. Great. So William Goldman tried to get Stephen Ting, Stephen Ting, Stephen King to do the sequel to this Buttercup's baby. But then William Goldman did the first chapter of Buttercup's baby. And it's really not good. And I did not enjoy it at all. Okay. Interesting, but uh, yeah. again, though that's not that's not an ego Montoya. That's Buttercup. I want just an ego Montoya. Well, in the chapter one of Buttercup's Baby, there is a little bit about Inigo before he becomes the raging revenge monster that he is. 
Fun fact, James did not know that Miracle Max was Billy Crystal until the credits. No, I did not. <laughs> well, the makeup on Billy Crystal was so good. It, it was, was crazy. <laughs> Same with Carol Kane. It's just her voice that you can like identify. Absolutely. And that is the only injury that um, Mandy Patinkin said he like had during this movie was bruised ribs from how hard he was laughing at Billy Crystal during no this No way. That's yeah. great. I want to hang out with Mandy Patinkin. I fucking love Mandy Patinkin. So do I. Like anybody I think he's like in a this great movie. relatable guy. Yeah. Like I would watch the first two seasons of Criminal Minds over and over again just to watch Mandy Patinkin. Just for him. Yeah, he added great atmosphere to that movie. <sighs> and I think he was in the show. I don't know if you remember it, Chicago Hope. Mm-mm. There was like an it was like the competing show with Grey's Anatomy about doctors and all that stuff. And I think he was I mean, I'm 99.9% sure it was Mandy Patinkin in the lead role, and then they killed him off. I just really also like the phrase, um, he's only mostly dead. Mostly dead versus all dead or slightly dead. There's a, just, there's a difference. And then Andre the Giant at one point goes, you've been mostly dead all day. And then I was like, man, that's quarantine mood quarantine mood mostly dead all day <laughs> absolutely i'm sorry that all the gentlemen in this podcast feel like we've extended our due date with this i think james is oh, fine. i'm fine i was just waiting to do my final thoughts james Ooh, what, what are do your you final got thoughts? james i mean my final well you came across my first final thought is when i was watching allison watch criminal minds I couldn't even believe that he's the same person as Inigo Montoya. I identified it right away. I couldn't even, like, I can't see it. I still can't see it, even though I know it. Really? Like, I, I mean, I can, you can sort of, but I, I just it's, wouldn't imagine it. His face is the same. Like, it's I don't think all so at all. Same. I don't think so at all. He's just older and, I, and grayer. I want to say, and I don't know, like, this may have been from mom, so I don't know if I've ever experienced it for myself, but I want to say he's a fantastic singer. Okay. I think I actually Do you remember, remember that? that. I think it's really good. I mean, I guess it is. Like, when we saw this on the list, I thought, oh, man, is that really a rom-com? But it is, because it's so funny, and it is a good romantic story. That's what There's we just other about. stuff. We talked about like how quotable it is. Like oh, you don't that's realize Rob Reiner's great, that's why. Yeah. Absolutely. Like do you know, like, didn't he was it he was a new girl, like he just does different things. He's a He did when he like, Sally. This is spinal tap. Yes. They referenced that several times during the trivia in this movie. But I can't remember why. Oh, do you have any more good trivia? Because I did not read any. I, I you're I have, my trivia. I have Andre girl. the Giant trivia from that documentary. Go ahead. What's your Andre? Did the you G- know he had like absolutely legendary farts? What? You would love it. Like they're like the loudest, biggest farts anyone has ever heard, and he loved doing it and laughing and just like farting on people and stuff. No <laughs> I wish way. I would have heard his farts. That would have been amazing. 
and he would like drink like eight hundred thousand beers or whatever. Like they brought that up too. Like he would like, constantly have to drink like enough for an elephant to even do anything. You and very like, particular. What beer did he drink? No, no, not about alcohol, but like he had like really weird like backstage like rules. I can't remember exactly, but he he like was like all fun and games until somebody like did something against like his like set of rules. And then he was like, I fucking hate this person. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> but that's all I, that's all I remember from that documentary, but it is very good. But most importantly for the fun stuff, huge farts, just as big of a fart as you'd expect to come out of that man. <laughs> apparently. I'm sorry if you don't find that funny, but our family really loves farts. I love farts so much. So, so much. I. Um, I know one final thought that James was really into as soon as the movie ended and he saw the name Mark Knopfler, he fucking freaked out. Do you know who Mark Knopfler is? Not at all. Mark Knopfler is the singer and guitarist for Dire Straits. (laughs) No way. Yes. (laughs) And I didn't know that he did this music. But like we were like watching the credits because the credits was like really fun and cute. Like it like kept you watching. And then it just said score by Mark Knopfler. And I was like, what? And I got really excited. Because him and George have this inside joke where they say all the time, the answer is always dire straits. It's because we were playing this trivia game and like literally every music question that comes up, it's about fucking something about dire straits. (laughs) And it like it happened so many times, and so we just started. Well, just put Dire Straits, and then it was an answer later again, another trivia night. So it just has carried through. If you have, if you have to guess any kind of musical trivia, guys, just just put out Dire Straits if you don't know. Guys, I, I have didn't had realize they were so pervasive. I've had so many drinks. I've only had two, and I can tell you, it was too too many. Marie. I've had like five. I don't know what to tell you. All I know is I had two drinks and during the middle of the podcast, my fucking husband left and went to go brush, eat chili cheese Fritos and brush his teeth. Oh my God. You. Anyways, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe <laughs> the podcast because we're going to end this here soon. Please, uh, we're rate, never going to end it. Subscribe. Go to Instagram at Toasty Romcoms and DM if you would like a t-shirt. Buy a fucking shirt now. As Allison said, she is going to post a picture of more manly shirts than the ones that are displayed. So I'm sure that James would be more than willing to display the more manly shirts. Oh, yeah. Or the girly shirts. Did you know that I bought a shirt for you? I did not. (laughs) But I'll display manly shirts, girly shirts, unisex shirts, whatever shirt. He'll do it. He's very amenable. Tank tops, stringers, long sleeves. What are stringers? Stringers are just the real thin, like, like kind of douchey guys at the gym wear when like the real like narrow, like bra strap size things. So go on Instagram at Toasty Roncoms. Let us know if you want a t-shirt. Next movie, Shopper on the Corner.
That is correct. Stop around the corner. Never seen so it. Get, what's Never that? even heard of it. I know Jimmy Stewart's in it. I know it's kind of a Christmas movie. That's all I know. Other than that, please watch A Princess Bride or The Princess Bride. Read The Princess Bride because it is significantly different than the movie. Not as good. You don't have to. Other than that, please drink up. Watch up. And cheers. fly over the rainbow why then oh why can't I someday I'll wish upon a star wake up where the clouds are far behind me where troubles melt like lemon drops away above the chimney tops that's where you'll